Hi guys, welcome back. You're listening to Rory and Tori, the show that focuses on finance, real estate, budgeting, and all things money. We're your hosts, Tori Garza and Aurora Hurtado, here to give you a sip of the good life. Yes. I love it. Mm, we're doing kombucha this time. Yeah. It's, it's not hard good. kombucha, regular kombucha, really regular good for you. Probiotics. Right. I've been on, it. on a kick lately with kombucha. Have you? Yeah. I oh. have like the last week, week. Good for you. Yeah. I've, I love kombucha. Yeah. At Walmart, they have like the pack of this brand that I brought. Yeah. They have a pack of it like right by the fresh fruit and stuff. It's not by the regular nice. drinks. I'm like, yes, give me more. So what I like to buy is the, the big like it's probably like a liter or two mm-hmm. and i mix that with orange juice okay and that is my favorite Ooh, i love it i love like the tart taste to it yeah like oh it's so good so good but we're so glad to be back with you all we're on episode number five yeah uh, if you've made it this far what the we're so proud of you we're on a journey together now right we're excited we're glad to have you all back the last few podcasts that we've done have been really exciting mm-hmm. and they seem to be very helpful to y'all from the feedback that we've received on Instagram and Facebook and our email, DMs, everything. You guys have been so amazing. So we do appreciate you so much. And we're really excited to talk about this next topic with you, which is probably going to hit home for a lot of us, especially the women. We're not trying to single you out, but I feel like this is something we've all kind of struggled with, which is Mm. emotional spending. We're super excited. It's been a, a busy few weeks. I mean, obviously, last podcast, we were telling you guys about how Aurora was sick and how it kind of set us back with our schedule. But we're both traveling so much right now that it also makes it so hard. So we're kind of like doubling up on the podcast and we're like, okay, we just have to get content out there for them to help them get through this and get by another week. So it's really exciting and it's it's fun making time for this and putting the energy in because we know how much it means to us and how hard we work to make this happen and take this time to do this. So it's awesome. Yeah. I know personally, I am going to Ohio this week. It is my birthday week. By the time you guys hear this, I'll be 28. Yeah. Which is great. I mean, it's it's not a bad thing getting old anymore. I mean, it just sucks because my body hurts. (laughs) No. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I'm not afraid of getting Well, your older. body looks bomb. That's Aww. all you got to say. Thank you. Thank 28 you. years young. We yes. love it. But I'm like, dang, like life's going by quick. Yeah, it is. Dude, like time. And we talked about that in our last, our last podcast, how we were already at the end of quarter two. And we're like, wait, that puts us halfway through the year, which is crazy. So appreciate your life. Appreciate your time here on earth and Mm -hmm. love the people around you. But I'm really excited to be spending my birthday week in Ohio with my husband. That's where he's at right now. So I'll be out there for a week. I have... I only have a one-way ticket, so we'll see when I come back. Just kind of like go with the flow because sometimes the weather's really gross out there. And last time I was like, I just want to go home. I'm so sorry. I love you, but I can't do it. Yeah, some people haven't been out from Arizona this past year. So what is the weather like out there? Because you were in Ohio just a couple weeks ago, yeah. no? Yeah, I was there a couple, actually like two weeks ago, yeah, a couple weeks ago. But it was really humid. It was humid humid it was hot and hot in Arizona is like 115 like that's as hot as it usually gets and that's kind of normal for us you know like we just deal with it it's just a hot day but there it was like 105 and that felt so much worse to me than 115 because 115 here you walk to your car and you just kind of feel like you've been sunbathing all day like your skin is just kind of taking it Mm -hmm. but with Ohio or anywhere where they get humidity it's terrible it's like you're walking in 
muggy heat. Like you just got out of a shower almost, but every second and you just feel so sticky and gross. So oh, I just don't like, like it. I prefer Arizona. You're going to come back soon then. Yeah. Okay. So that, that seven day trip we were thinking of is probably going to be just three days. Yeah. So Justin, <laughs> enjoy her while you can. Cause she's going to be back here way sooner than what you thought. <laughs> Let's Seriously. see if you make it till your birthday on yeah. Thursday. No, so. I will. I will. Please. <laughs> no, you will. Oh, That's it's so fun, fun though. You're going to have a great time. Yeah. So enjoy birthday dinner. I know tomorrow we're having your birthday brunch, Ooh, which woo. is going to be so much fun. Yeah. And you're going to be out with your girlfriends. And yeah, we're it'll be a good time. Celebrate you. I just like surrounding myself with positive people and, you know, that good energy. You just want to enjoy your life. Mm-hmm going out, laughing, talking, and going home and being able to say, I'm so thankful for those people in my life. Like those are the moments that I live for. And I'm just so excited to do these little things. Like they mean everything. Yay. Oh, we got to celebrate you. It's just so exciting. So really good stuff coming. But yes, when we've made it through, um, I made it through a huge round of layoffs at the job that I'm currently at, which, um, you never know what you're going into when you have things like that happening Mm -hmm. to you. So I'm just, I'm grateful right now that I was able to make it on the other side. Luckily, I'm still employed. Of course, we have our side hustle, Rory and Tori, Mm -hmm. but um, that's something that I'm still working with right now. School is going to be starting up for me because I'm pursuing my MBA. She already has a homework, y'all. I was shook. She said, I don't start for two more months, but they gave me homework. I said, I don't do school. So July 15th is my first due date for all these homework assignments that we have scheduled. Big guys, I do not know how I'm going to do it, but I'm just so happy and grateful that I have you as an amazing partner in this business venture. And I have a very supportive director that is my manager at the job that I work with. So I'm just so grateful to be surrounded with these super amazing and supportive people. Yeah. So of course, super grateful for you and hmm. super grateful for JD as well. Who's yeah. My manager. Oh, that's awesome. You're rejuvenated and bright and ready to kill it and go over emotional spending. Let's get into it. Yes. So what is emotional spending? I I saw this topic pop up somewhere and I was like, oh, we need to talk about that. Yeah, that sounds a good one. Because it it talks more about personal things as far as spending. We're not going to talk numbers more so as we do sometimes with interest rates and the economy. But this is talking about how you're going to have to overcome this hiccup of emotional spending that we all kind of run into to help your finances. Like if you continue with emotional spending, it's going to deteriorate your finances and put you in a bad place. Not necessarily a bad place, but you're not going to be at your fullest potential if you have this issue that you can't get a hold of. Right. So we just want to help you Um, of course, get ahead of that emotional spending. These past two years, we have had access to so much resources when it comes to money. Mm -hmm. Of course, we had all these stimulus checks, which if you get a random thousand dollars into your bank account, you can spend that on anything you want. Right. And we were comfortable spending on random expenditures. That was our norm at the time because we had all these stimulus checks. Um, Some people really did need it for, you know, housing or food. But for anybody who did have a good hold on their finances, they were just spending on whatever they mm-hmm. wanted. Yeah. So it was a good time in the market too, though, for mm-hmm. retail stores and 
manufacturers because people were buying so much remember people mm -hmm. were running out of things like you i remember i moved into my home in 2020 and we waited months for a coffee table oh. a couch because the manufacturers couldn't keep up with how mm -hmm. much people were buying because they had all this extra money so now that that's all over it's time to get a hold of these things before they become a habit in our lives and that we teach our children or people around us we want to make sure that we grab a hold of our finances yeah it was definitely like we were in survival mode for a while yeah i have an uncle who had loads and loads of toilet paper and <laughs> when my mom you know my family was scared about um, having enough toilet paper during the time where we ran out of toilet paper. He's like, that's ah, okay, guys. I got you guys covered. And he was not kidding. He had oh, his no. whole garage almost so filled up with toilet paper. It was crazy. He, did he have the toilet paper before the pandemic? Like he was a spender like that, like a hoarder, not hoarder, but like a couponer type of thing, or he bought them during the pandemic? It was right right before there was limitations on the amount uh, of toilet paper you can he buy was like, I so he's know. the reason why we got limitations that probably still blows my mind that that's what people went to right away like before it obviously we all need it <laughs> mm -hmm. but before it became a thing like oh you can only get one per grocery trip or whatever mm -hmm. like why did people think about bulking up on those like that is so crazy i would never thought like they might run out of toilet paper, but they, they were, it's crazy. Emergency items. What are the emergency items that you need to live? Yeah. And I don't know why toilet paper, but I mean, maybe the lumber shortage, but yeah. I don't think we knew about that at that time. No, it was that. And then the Clorox wipes. Oh, it was bad. I crazy remember times. when COVID first started, I was working in a branch mm -hmm. and we had to wipe everything down. And yeah. there was one point where we just couldn't find any Clorox. We were just using like off-brand stuff or just using oh, wow. multi-purpose cleaner. And when we would find one, it was like gold. Yep. We'd be like, we oh have my one more thing of Clorox. <laughs> Keep it at the front. Nobody That's take it so to their funny. desk. It was crazy but yeah so emotional spending has become very normal for people super it, for normal. so many reasons and we're going to dive deep into what that means but before we get too far we want to talk about what emotional spending is and essentially that's just spending money on things because of your emotions so yeah. being sad happy bored angry anything you go shopping to try to mend those emotions or not acknowledge them you go shopping you spend money to avoid those feelings and it's really important that we stop doing that because a lot of the times we're buying things we don't need or don't even want we're just doing it to fill that void or for that instant gratification to give us that happy but I, I'm sure I've dealt with it before, but I'm sure if you've dealt with emotional spending, you do get that high. You get, you feel really good. I'm so happy. And by the time you get home, you're like, all right, like now nah, I'm stuck with this bag, oh, you know, like, and that's, that's the it. Worst feeling. Yeah. It's like yeah. that buyer's remorse. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you go with the high and the low, but we really just have to find a balance between being okay with what we have and mm -hmm. with what we need. Like, right. obviously I'm big on on my designer stuff. I love designer bags. I'm not going to tell you not to get them, but there has to be a balance and you have to have saved for that. You have to be, make sure that's something you plan for. Mm -hmm. So let's get into it. Let's get into it. Yeah. So what does it mean to be an emotional spender and how do you know if you are an emotional spender? So here are some of the signs to look out for when it comes to emotional spending. First off, you shop when you're bored. So when you shop when you're bored, this has to do a lot with like mental health issues. And of course, we're not 
therapist or licensed professionals when it comes to any mental health issues but i think both of us have experienced mental health issues before where we have gone to the extremes where we're shopping when we're bored yeah Everything comes back to mental health, of course. Mm -hmm. But when you shop when you're bored, it's to fill that moment, to Mm -hmm. fill that period of just not being there and not have anything to do. And we go shopping to fill that time, to fill that emptiness of not being able to sit with our feelings or find something else to do. We want to feel something deeper. Mm -hmm. We want to feel that happiness that we get when we find something that fits just right or that looks good on us or that makes us feel happy. Like, oh my God, I love this bag. It's so cute. Obviously, every time we have a podcast, I talk about bags. So you guys know that's like my weakness. (laughs) After I said that, I was like, I'm always talking about bags. Let's buy another Gucci Gucci bag. But it's it's really important to not shop out of boredom. If this is something that sounds familiar to you and you're like, yeah, I do that. Okay, that's one of the first things, like one of the first signs. Another thing is if you go over your budget all the time, your budget is for what you want, what you need and for savings. So there's an allocated amount for the things that you want. And if you are continuously going over that budget, that means you're spending on items you don't need and we want to cut down on spending on things we don't need to fulfill that moment of gratification because your money is worth so much more than that and you deserve to have that money grow you deserve to have that saved for something bigger than that moment of happiness you deserve to tell your money where it's going yeah so a budget it sounds like a boring term like oh i have a budget but no that is such an an empowering term if you have a budget you're giving yourself permission to spend on the things that you need and the things that you want i'm not gonna lie when i hear somebody say that doesn't fit in my budget or i have a budget i'm like dude good for you turn on you are so smart like you are doing exactly what you should be doing and people i used to do this i used to just get by and be like all right my bills are paid I put $20 in my savings and Mm -hmm. this was obviously when I was in college, but still I wasn't thinking like that and it's so easy to carry those habits on. Mm -hmm. But yeah, budget is definitely important. But back to the signs to look out for because I feel like we can all relate. So shopping out of boredom, going over your budget, and if you hide your purchases for family or friends, when you hide your purchases from family or friends, that's a tough one. Yeah, that's something I used to do. I'm so guilty of doing that really? when I was back in college. I was very happy to be providing for my friends and family. I was like the ultimate gift giver. Mm-hmm. But behind closed doors, I was struggling so much with my finances. Yeah. I was one of the people that had her credit card maxed out. Yeah. And thank goodness my credit card limit wasn't too high when I was in college. Right. But having that maxed out was negatively impacting my credit score. And And it was ultimately impacting my quality of life because whenever I was ready to spend something else, I was scared to spend more money because I knew that I had that lingering debt Mm -hmm. that I knew that I couldn't handle. I'll be completely honest. The only way that I was able to pay off that credit card debt is by taking on student loans. That's That's terrible. And thank goodness I had that option at the time, but it was just so scary. Yeah. And 
hiding purchases doesn't have to be something huge like oh you are hiding gucci bags or anything like that like i remember there was a point where i was in credit card debt and my husband and i got out of it and he was like okay your balances are at zero and i remember i was still making payments on my card and he's like i thought you paid that off and i was like yeah but i bought like a few other things like shein and forever 21 and everything adds up and it it sucks because those things like you're embarrassed of and not that I was hiding it, but I definitely wasn't upfront about it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like I made another purchase today because I knew I shouldn't have been. Right. I knew I whatever it was I didn't need. Mm-hmm. And especially when I do buy stuff off of websites like in bulk, it's just because I'm like, I'm already shopping. This is cute. This is cute. Let me add it on to there. And I don't know why I did that. Something about it felt good, obviously. And right. it was emotional spending. Yeah. And it feels <sighs> like you're not doing anything wrong because the small purchases maybe like mm-hmm. the blouse is only ten dollars right. or the pair of pants is only seventeen dollars which right now nowadays that sounds like a steal to right. be honest right but those expenses add up yeah. and those say 10 15 items could come into three digits really quickly and the more it starts adding up, that becomes something that you or I have personally like been ashamed of. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's a, that just shows talking about it. I'm like, man, that just shows me I had such a lack of control over mm-hmm. my emotions, which led to my money. And we don't mm-hmm. want that for you guys. Cause do you know what it's like to be somewhere and just be like, I really want that. I know I can't afford it, but I have this credit card and I really want it. And you swipe that card and you're like, I got it. I feel so good. And then later you're stuck with that debt. And it's like for that bag or whatever, like it would feel so much better if I paid that in cash and no, I own that. I don't owe anybody (laughs) any money for borrowing that. So Mm -hmm. those are things. And if you know that shopping makes you happy, you're an emotional spender. Oh man. And I'll tell you another one of my examples. So one of my friends worked at Dillard's at the time when I was in college. And Dillard's, ooh, if you work for Dillard's, good for you. You get a nice discount off nice, luxurious items. And I remember this was probably right after the Apple Watch came out, but Michael Kors had their own version of like the Apple Watch, which was a smartwatch. And that watch was maybe like $400 at the time. My friend was able to knock it down to $300. I spent probably half of my income at the time towards this watch. I definitely couldn't afford it but when I first bought it I was really excited I was like oh I got 25% off like this is such a great deal but it hurt me financially and set me back so much at the time just because I just didn't have that income to support that purchase no it's terrible and that's that's such a common thing that that's happened I have Mm -hmm. tons of stories like that I'm sure you you listening right now you can say I just did that like Mm -hmm. yikes or I've been doing that or I'm trying to stop doing that so you're not alone if you have done this obviously we're telling you we're being transparent right now we've been through it so it's common and this is a big issue in America we've always been told to go shopping when you're having a bad day retail therapy you and the boyfriend broke up go buy a new wardrobe go spend money it'll make you feel better like why is that something that we're taught through media and everything growing up and that's only in America I feel like yeah I would agree that's just we I think it's because we have so much money available to us Mm -hmm. at all times whether it's through like a credit card or sign up for this new target credit card you get $40 off your next purchase we have all this 
amazing marketing that is ultimately detrimental to us. Oh my gosh. They just make it so easy and they make it seem like we're getting rewarded for having more spending. Um, Or for example, when you have a credit card, oh, you'll get this many points if you spend this amount of money. It almost feels like spending money in America is going to give you a reward, which is why we're so prone to having our money in this plastic card that we can just swipe away, not really think about or address until months after. And what makes it worse now that you say plastic card? You don't even need a plastic card anymore. You just need your phone. You just need to tap it. You don't even have to keep your card in your wallet anymore. They make it so freaking easy, which is crazy. I mean, I get it from a marketing perspective. Everybody's trying to make money. These are how businesses stay afloat. That's their mm-hmm. goal is to get people to buy things. But we were just talking about this topic before we got on and we were like, all right, let's talk about what we feel. And we were doing some research and we were like, why do we do this? What triggers us? Tell us why. Tell them what you saw on Instagram. On Instagram, it was insane. So uh, first off, I was telling you about my friend's story, how they bought this beautiful teddy bear on Instagram. It's like this full rose teddy bear, but when they received it in the mail, it's a really sad looking plastic rose teddy bear yeah it's like those instagram things like reality versus the expect or expectation versus reality it's expectation versus reality first off it's not huge second off they're not real roses like you know kim kardashian i think a lot of our wants come from like that fake reality or that let's say reality tv show Mm -hmm. where like kim kardashian gets like these walls of roses from kanye west and i want that to be sure we all want that well even i I've been watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That's like one of my guilty pleasures. Uh-huh. And seeing those girls decked out, I'm like, I need to go shopping. I'm we need to go shopping. Tomorrow. And I'm like, why? Why? I don't need that. Before I watched this, I was fine. I was happy with what I had. Yeah. But we compare ourselves to people oh, on social yep. media, to that's these celebrities exactly who make it seem so normal. Mm-hmm. But that's one of the bad things about Instagram because mm-hmm. you're on there scrolling, seeing these beautiful girls in these cute outfits. And then what do you know? It's available for you. It's for available one just for $15 or $20. And before you know it, you're dipped into this like false item that you didn't even want in the first place. But we were going through Instagram, just my personal Instagram. And then we went through your personal Instagram too. We were wanting to figure out how frequently these advertisements are being thrown at us. And the sad <sighs> thing is, before she even she was like I have a theory and she's like let me just show you really quick before she brought it to my attention I had no idea I never noticed so like that's how immune we are yeah to seeing that we're so immune it's just something that we look at to tell you exactly what we were looking at we were looking at our stories so I opened up my Instagram app I was looking through my stories and you know when you're looking at stories you expect to see your friends family and you know friends just have and live their life but as I was scrolling through I saw that the frequency of ads was increasing so the deeper I got into the stories the more ads I was getting fed I started off five posts from my friends or family and then I got an ad and then it was two of their posts and then I got an ad and then all of a sudden it was like every other post that I was watching or every other story was an advertisement. That means this free app that I'm using every single day is something that's taking away not just my time, but it's also taking your money. It's not just to see your friends anymore. It's, it's not, not. Yeah. And I actually want to challenge you. Go through your stories. How often are you seeing marketing 
advertisements or marketing stories when yeah. you go through your friend's stories. Send us a DM. That's crazy. I want to hear or just if you comment. guys notice it. Comment on the podcast. Ooh, comment Tell right us. here. On, yes. on our on YouTube. Let us know. What are you actually seeing? Because that's the trend we saw and we were shook. And after we did that, we were like, okay, I feel kind of violated. Yeah. It feels really messed up. Because we're not watching what we want to watch. We're not looking at the people we want to see. It's not just our friends. We're being fed this information that we don't want to watch. We're being targeted. We're We're being targeted for the stores that we're around. our money. Oh, man. Crazy stuff. And it gets to you. (laughs) It gets to your emotions. Like I said, you just see these posts. You see these beautiful people wearing the cutest clothes and then one click and it's available to you. And you're like, oh, yeah, I just saw somebody living their best life in Greece in this outfit. I want that. Not that you're going to go to Greece, (laughs) but I mean, go girl. But you want that. You're like, okay, that's such a vibe. That's going to make me feel great in that cute little outfit or whatever it is or that tiny little gadget from TikTok like those things are crazy and those add Mm -hmm. up and they're not things that you need and we need to cut back on that emotional spending because it really is tough on your finances and I promise you would be in a way better position if you can take all those silly items you've ever bought online or that you don't even use anymore and value them up look at how much money you could have had over the years or invested Mm -hmm. which is crazy but yeah those are triggers we see it a lot in media too we were talking about some movies oh the movies one of the movies that i love is confessions of a shopaholic rebecca has like no sense of perception when it comes to shopping she shops and has like the most beautiful wardrobe but of course everything that she buys is out of her credit card that she uses oh shoot she runs out of credit and isn't able to shop anymore because she maxed out her credit cards and isn't able to make those payments and as pretty as the movie makes it seem like that's actually a very real scenario that a lot of us go through just think about me as a 20 year old with this huge credit card bill that i definitely cannot pay off by the end of the month it's it's crazy but it's a very real scenario that we see and like you said this this is a movie you see this is just a movie yeah (laughs) you see this when you're young so that kind of becomes normalized or it tells you that doing that or shopping like that is normal and when we were talking about it too i was like ah this is like carrie bradshaw from sex in the city she had the most amazing wardrobe the most amazing closet but she had no money to her name i think she had 957 dollars in one episode and that was the most because she had it all in her louis batons Mm -hmm. in her christian dior her whole closet held her money but that doesn't take you anywhere it makes you feel so good purchasing it or seeing that in your closet i love that for you but if you're not putting your money where it needs to be this is such a bad habit and this is going to take you down and these things are not going to be of value to somebody else where you're going to be able to resell them all the time or they're not going to give you that continuous happiness over and over for this many items like we don't want you to be carried Bradshaw as much as we do and as much as we love you Carrie we just can't be having that anymore in this new year and how often does that happen it's just like such a real scenario you think that these bags you think that these pieces of clothing actually have real value but it's really hard to flip those items when you're already in a really tight situation like another movie that I love is Uptown Girl love it love it Brittany Murphy iconic she's iconic we love her rest in peace but i know rest in peace Brittany murphy 
But in the movie, she is this super wealthy woman. Her parents passed away, but then all of a sudden, all her money is gone. So what she has to do is sell her wardrobe, sell her purses, sell all her stuff, but she's really not able to make enough from selling it that she has to downgrade and move in with her friend and then move in with another friend yeah it just puts her in a really hard situation so i think just like the takeaway from that movie is like you can't rely on those items that you're purchasing to live off of although they may seem like real assets they're not very good assets when you go into a sticky situation where you're in a pickle for quick cash right and i think at the end of the day these movies all just show material things are not going to get you very far right and we need to get far we need to control our finances you all deserve to be wealthy and have control in your life so it's really important to understand if this is affecting you at all and to acknowledge that so we can move past it. A lot of the time it is deeper than what we think. It's more than just feeling happy for a second. It's what we do to completely ignore what we're feeling emotionally we instead of sitting with our emotions to be sad for example after a breakup or whatever it may be instead of laying on the couch crying it out you go to the mall and you buy these things and you come home exhausted you put them all away you go to bed and the next day you forgot everything happened you know what I mean and that's not an okay thing to do and you didn't need to spend that money Mm -mm. we're not saying don't spend your money by any means we're not saying don't go shopping but you need to plan for these things yeah We need to make sure that it fits within your budget. And you're doing this because it's a long-term feeling. We don't want you to walk into a store and be like, oh, that's cute. Let me buy it. Like, oh, this is trendy and I'm going to use it for a week and then throw it away. I like to wait at least a week until I have something on my mind that I want to buy. Yeah. I'm like, okay, let me sit on it because if I really want it, I will sit with that amount that I'm going to spend and see if it's worth it. Because in this moment, everything's worth it. It's so spur of the moment. That's such a great rule of thumb. Like as soon as you see something that you really feel like you want at the moment, Mm -hmm. don't just buy it because that feeling can come and go. But just give it seven days. I like to give it 14 days so let's wait till my next pay period oh nice (laughs) but like giving it that time really lets you evaluate is this actually something that I want right or is it something that I need you know is this something that I'm going to be able to use for months to come or is it just a trend that looked cute in the moment and most of the time I'll tell you it's just something that looked cute in the store that had sass yeah Something about the it, the marketing, the lighting to it, it made it look Everything. so much cuter. How many Anything. times do we buy things online or even in the store and we get home and we put it on and we're like, this is not the this same. This is not what I wanted at all. Yeah. And that's the thing with like shopping online now too. We have all these beautiful curvy hourglass figure models on there. Like, let's be honest, those models are not wearing the actual pieces that we're about to buy. Those mm-hmm. models have clips to f- have those clothing items fit perfectly onto their body yeah and I know that because I've seen YouTube videos that show models like this is the real behind the scene of photo shoots it's not just you put on a a piece of clothing and look cute no you put on the piece of clothing and then get everything tightened in the right area so you look super cute and skinny you know because it's how it makes you feel it's right it's the marketing they want you to buy this item so that it looks super snatched on you but even the model doesn't look as snatched as you want to look once you buy it yeah so marketing which is what every 
their goal is to have mm-hmm. us spend money, but they always like to reel us in. I like to say, don't go shopping, don't go to the mall, and don't go browse online for nothing. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have a reason to be shopping because like we said, their goal as retail stores is to make you spend money. And they do that by so many different tactics. Being in retail myself, like we were, it was our absolute goal to have somebody walk out with a bag in their hand. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot that they do to try to make that happen. Like they'll say something's on sale just to get you intrigued. And you see it when you walk by these stores, 50% off going out of business. How many times is it always 50% off? They just want mm-hmm. you to feel like you're getting a deal. So you buy it because that's going to make you feel I good But it's too. always 50% off. Come on. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, you know, any money that you're spending is not money saved. Mm -hmm. So money is not saved by spending money. And that's just the real reality of it. Like you're not saving 50% off. You're spending 50%. Right of that item and nobody thinks of value, it that way because you know? of the way they market it they market it so that it's 50 percent off it's like no why don't you say oh you're spending 20 dollars on this item that you're never going to use again mm-hmm. like, that's how it should actually be marketed yeah. but it's just it doesn't appeal that way right yeah no definitely and there's a lot of competition so we do know of black friday all those crazy <gasps> sales like they those just, crazy lines they make you seem like everything is limited quantity i feel like other countries probably look at us for that day and they're probably like what's wrong with well those you know people? i grew up in tucson arizona so we're only an hour away from mm-hmm. the border and the crazy part is like at least for the border towns i don't know if it's the same in canada but a lot of people travel from mexico because they drive off of that like marketing tactic as well like mm-hmm. oh you're gonna get a tv for this amount of money mm-hmm. when in reality like you're still spending quite a bit of money on that television right. that you didn't even need because you have a perfectly working television at home exactly i i feel like that all the time like when i was in high school i used to get my jeans from Paxson, and they were always buy one get one half off all the time everything in that store i'm pretty sure and i would always buy two when i could have just bought one for the full price because i only needed one pair but they made more money because they told me i was saving money you're spending so much more by buying those five pairs of shirts for the price of four like no you would you ever buy just four shirts like i know there's been points where i'm like okay let me look for that fourth shirt i don't even have four things but i need to so i can get that deal let me just buy this fourth shirt that i don't even like what is wrong with us like i don't know it messes with our emotions so bad it's (sighs) crazy so happens when you're young i guess even in my 20s i still see myself going through that yeah I really have to just reel back and think like no do I actually need this let's be honest with myself right so I think that helping it helps to wait a couple of weeks Mm -hmm. before we make any of these large purchases right definitely don't go to the mall or browse online just to look like we said their overall goal is to get you to spend money Mm -hmm. and if you haven't planned for that or if it's not something you need we really need to start controlling that so we can get a better hold of our finances and become the best version of ourselves financially and getting a hold of all these things is going to help us get there little by little all of these pieces are part of that puzzle to make it come together to give you the maximum optimization of your money mm-hmm. the maximization of your money maximization that's, yeah the, those to are optimize both your really money good words to yeah. use to I optimize like maximize <laughs> optimize maximize the both words are great yeah 
And I feel like, like we said, this is something that so many people struggle with. It's normal in America because of the movies that were put out there or the sales signs that we see. Look at people from other countries come over to do this. Like, we're freaking weird for doing that. We are freaking we're weird for dumb. doing that. We're kind of dumb. We're pretty dumb for that. But you're smarter now for listening to this podcast and just becoming aware of that. Make sure you really need something before you purchase it. Don't just say, oh, that's cute. I want it. Like, okay, think about that $20 in mm-hmm. two weeks. Are you going to wish you had that in your savings account? Because that adds up yep and then think about it too you know we're already halfway through 2022 and guess what that means that means we're only six months away from christmas think about like how much money do you actually spend for christmas because if you spend if you're at least thinking about spending let's say two thousand dollars you got to make sure that you're putting enough money away so that once that date comes you're not having to struggle to look for what credit cards have like the appropriate limits i'm just doing the math really quick so if you're thinking about spending let's say two thousand dollars in christmas um let's say you have six months to start saving for that big expenditure that's going to be coming up that's 333 dollars that you want to start putting aside so that you have that two thousand dollar fund available so that you can buy your friends and family those gifts that you've been wanting to put together for them especially without going into debt and putting it in that perspective 333 dollars a month like wow what if you don't save that and you do put it on the credit card imagine how long that's going to take you to pay off right we're looking at just the principal alone so we're just looking at the two thousand dollars but when you put it on the credit card the thing is that you're also paying interest on it it's not just the $2,000, it's $2,000 plus 24, 26% interest that you need to pay off that credit card, mm-hmm. which that can actually be, you know, $400, $500 payment, depending right. on how much you spend for Christmas. Right. So this is a great time to start getting prepared. That's why we're talking about this early because emotional spending is just so important. And it's better when you are aware of it mm-hmm. instead of just going through the motions, racking up these bills yeah. um, and not being able to pay them. So yeah, try to buy things in cash if you can. Start saving for that Christmas fund because it's going to come quick. And especially with the way things are in the economy right now, we want to make sure that we're optimizing what we can put aside and preparing for those big purchases before they creep up on us because it is coming. It is coming quick. Look how quick this half of the year went. It's crazy. But we were talking about putting on a credit card um so when you said that i also thought about like affirm and klarna and all those places that give you that access to no interest and that's also so dangerous so dangerous it's so (laughs) they make it easy for us to spend money and even though you're not being charged interest for those things you're saying yes to things you don't need because you're not paying interest so you're still spending money that you could be saving because there's no interest paid on it. And that's a bad way to look at things. And those companies that are becoming very, very popular now, they're normalizing not being able to afford anything and putting it on that credit without any interest. Like that's not a good habit to teach people or to get them into. That's so dangerous. So dangerous. Because just one purchase, let's say one purchase might make you feel fine for the moment. But once you have, let's say three, four, five purchases that are interest free how are you going to make those payments right because it might just be a hundred dollar per item but those hundred dollars per item is five hundred dollars that you can't use for the next five six months yeah you know that i can actually put you in a very scary situation yeah and then of course credit is something that will probably be impacted yeah definitely so so try to pay cash and we know that emotional spending is it's part of us still it's not going to be something that we're going to be able to turn off right Mm -hmm. away so what we think is a really good solution is 
whatever you have in your budget left over from your wants, put it in a money envelope, save it, put it in a bucket savings account that you know that you're able to use when you do have those moments of wanting to be impulsive and wanting to go treat yourself without worrying. We don't, we're not telling you don't go shopping anymore for fun. We just can't make it a habit and make it part of who we are and our spending history. We just want to be intentional. Like if you're going to put aside some money so you can buy some jeans, put that money away, but plan for that expense, you know, a month or two months beforehand and adjust your budget so that you can have that fun money or that clothing budget to give yourself permission to mm-hmm. make those expenses. Yeah. Because if you're just doing emotional spending, you know, one day you might feel a little down and you might just go through your whole budget without really breaking apart what each item might need to go to. So that's why we're talking about this today because yeah. we still want you to make those buys. Of course, not yeah. every buy has to be emotional, but we want to prevent you from just having like a spur in the moment event where you're going out of your way and having your whole budget eaten up by this emotional spending. Right. And right now you were talking about this and you said, we don't want you to do this when you're feeling bad. Like this is not something, but we also don't want it to be a habit when you're feeling good right. because people do like to treat themselves and that's a part of the emotional spending too just because you're not feeling sad or angry or bored you can be very proud of yourself and say I deserve this I'm gonna go buy it even though I can't afford it I've worked hard for it and we we want you to buy yourself those things that you think you deserve but plan accordingly keep putting money aside from your budget so when that moment comes especially if you're working towards a goal put money aside so when you hit that you know all right I have this money I can treat myself to a steak dinner a nice Mm. bottle of wine whatever it is whatever tickles your fancy whatever that may be put that money aside so when that time comes you can do it comfortably and guilt free yeah and I, I've done that before so of course we I think both of us have had like our own money struggles which mm-hmm. is why we're able to talk about it so freely now but I've done it so that I can give myself a $1,000 shopping spree which was actually the best thing yeah. I could have ever done for myself but it took a long time you know it took a whole 10 months for me to give myself that $1,000 shopping spree but putting in the hard work maybe not spending the money right away putting it away in an envelope where I can put $100 each month really gave me such a rewarding event because I got to give myself a whole weekend, a whole week where I just got to spend that money on items that I've been looking forward to for a couple of months now. And it feels so much sweeter. And it just feels so good. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, like I've worked for this, I've saved for this, I've wanted this. All of those feelings feel so much better. And I've worked for it. Like I, that was part of my budget for sure. Yeah, I'm proud of you. That's Thank exciting. You. And I did that for my my um, moving fund too so being able to buy like all the furniture for my apartment was really 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 exciting and for your average person you might think that I probably overspent when it comes to furnishing my apartment but it's like no I put aside a couple thousand dollars so that I can fully furnish my apartment comfortably so comfortably I have like this amazing bed that I very intentionally <laughs> yes. budgeted for, but my bed is really nice because it like reclines. Does and it, it like, heat? It, it doesn't heat, oh. but it gives me a little massage Ooh. before I go to sleep and it like lifts my feet up so that there's better circulation Dang, in my bougie. body. But I was bougie because I took the time to set those funds up so that I can make those expenses for when my moving date came. Right. And like we said, as you, you purchase those things, it feels nice because you've wanted 
wanted them, you've worked towards them, and you get that freedom of knowing you're not in debt, you've planned for this, it's not going to affect you tomorrow because it was money you set aside. It's not going to be like, oh, I can't go out with the girls this week because I spent too much shopping this weekend. Like That's the worst feeling. Having a budget and sticking to it, especially with your wants, is so important. And that's where everybody falls off is their wants because there's so much stuff that we don't need out there, but we want it and we get it because it's accessible to us and it makes us feel good. And it's not something that we should get comfortable with anymore. Definitely. Moving forward, I think there's just a few things that you have to ask yourself to make sure that you're doing the right thing. So, of course, we want you to wait. We need you to ask yourself, am I able to afford this? Just because you have the credit available on your credit card does not mean you can afford this. If you are able to pay for it in cash and it not negatively affect your lifestyle for the next week or two or month, then yes, you can afford it. If you have to put it on a credit card and it's not something that you need to get by in life pass wait give yourself that delayed gratification for when you do get that Mm -hmm. it took me at least two years because after I was maxing out my credit cards I didn't trust myself to spend money on my credit cards alone so I did have to give myself two years without using any credit cards Mm -hmm. just literally living off like a checking and savings account because I had to learn to trust myself again with that credit yeah no definitely yeah that 30 percent maximum credit utilization that's something that we can very easily go over if we don't intentionally or if we're not looking at it very frequently I know I didn't even know that was an important factor right so you have x amount of credit available to you right so let's say you have ten thousand dollars within three credit cards if you spend four thousand dollars on that credit card you're at 40 percent utilization anything above 30 percent you look like a risk to these lenders so your credit score goes down and this is going to negatively affect you when you try to buy a home i mean your credit score is not something permanent this is always changing but these are factors especially if you don't get this situation under control it's gonna keep getting worse and the higher your credit utilization goes up the lower your credit score is because it shows that you don't have the money to pay for this in cash right now so you need to borrow it so people look at this when they look at your credit history to buy a home to purchase a car to get any type of personal loan for applying for a credit card and even renting they look at your credit and it's because it would be so terrible to be in a position where you don't get to get what you want because you were not able to handle your wants i'm sure if you look at your credit card statement or whatever debt you're in and you look at those transactions a A lot of that is not things that you need. It just made you feel okay in the moment or good or you impress somebody for a second. Like that's long term and that's going to stick with you and that's hard to get out of. And your goals are bigger than that. Your financial goals should be so clear to you that it's easy to say no to this. So one of the topics we're going to talk on in the next few weeks is setting financial goals and why it's so important and what it can do for you. But making sure you're not 
spending because of the way it makes you feel and being comfortable with that is so important to us. So make sure you continue playing this podcast if you feel like you're struggling with it. Everybody's gone through a point in their life where they were an emotional spender or it might just feel like a gene in you like yeah, that's me. I'm an emotional spender. <sighs> it's not you. Trust mm-hmm. me. I come from a long line of spenders yeah. and it's just a muscle that we have to practice mm-hmm. and delayed gratification is not something that we are ever taught. It's definitely not something that I was ever told by my family. Um, I was actually told the quite opposite, which was put as many expenses as you can on your credit cards. You need to improve your credit score. But I was never taught about credit utilization. I was never taught that you have to pay off your credit card by the end of the month to make sure that your credit score is still healthy so that you can make those expenses down the line. Mm-hmm. I think just people don't understand exactly what a credit card does or what factors are looked at when you are wanting to have good credit or a good credit score, which is why I was not going in the right route a couple years ago. Yeah. But delayed gratification is a muscle that I think we should all practice. And that's something that I've gotten very intentional on. Good. Good for you. That's a huge thing to overcome and to just be comfortable with is is huge. And to be working that muscle, it's hard. It's hard to do that and to stick with it. And Mm seeing that you're so happy with those intentions and what you've been doing it just shows you're not making the wrong decision I'm sure so many people are listening to this that are being stubborn and are like I don't want money in my savings account I want that purse or I want those new shoes like you really have to think about your future and what you want your relationship with money to look like so I think that those those questions are what you should be asking prior to spending can I pay for this in cash do I really need this is it an investment because some things are an investment if you're going to buy a blazer for work that you know is going to be a staple piece for years to come or for months, then that's great. But if it's just out of pure emotion, we want you to scale back, think about it. Do you really need this? Wait that week, two weeks to see if it's still the same emotion. Is it giving you that same emotion Mm -hmm. that you're still excited to buy it or you still need it? Like, no, wait that time and see what it does for you. Try to create that savings fund or that impulse fund for when you do want to go on those shopping sprees. You can do it comfortably and have money at your disposal to do that without affecting you. Exactly. Yep. So more questions. Did I plan for this expense? right we got to make sure that you're sitting with the idea of purchasing this item for the period of time that we discussed now that we're doing the financial coaching we have clients that we're working with and I think my favorite messages that I get is like hey Aurora do I have the budget to make this buy we're able to see yeah let's let's go into it like during our weekly check-ins we're able to go into our want section and see okay yeah if we can definitely make this product work so we can buy this glove we can buy this baseball bat whatever it is we want to buy but we're gonna have to give up a couple other items we can't go out this week we can't go out next week but we can make this purchase work for you as long as we are budgeting for it yeah you have to plan for it make sure it fits mm-hmm. financially and that's one of the biggest problems and is- most of the time it can it does fit yeah you just have to rearrange it right. so if you you're gonna to be buying that item you're gonna scale back on your purchases for the other wants that you right. had initially wanted you got to skip out on those dinners to make sure that you make it work. You can't have no it all. Steak passport dinners. Stop talking about it. It makes me sad. I know. <laughs> They'll come back soon. <laughs> soon, y'all. 
But yes, we are here for all of the questions you have. Don't feel ashamed. Ask yourself these questions. You have been brought up in a, a world in media that tells you that this is normal, that this is okay. And we don't want that for your finances. Your finances don't want that for you. Do this for your future self. Set yourself up so that when you do get to the point when you're ready to put that down payment, you know you did everything you had to in your power to save as much as possible. You had control over those emotions and you put it elsewhere. So let's just acknowledge your emotions. First off, take control of your emotions, whatever you're feeling, step back and think about what impact that's having on your spending habits. Um, of course, there's always options to go to therapy. So if you don't have a therapist, check in with your job, see what benefits you have to be able to right. take advantage of a therapist because that's something that we definitely advocate for a thousand percent of the time. Wait it out. Again, delayed gratification. Get that muscle working. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite muscle to work. So yeah. and it's so exciting once so you have fit. So it's super exciting when you get to make that purchase that you've been delaying yeah, for a while now. Definitely. So ask yourself those questions, all of the other things we listed off. We hope that this has been helpful for you. You know that you're not alone in this. It's something that we have become desensitized to, but being able to control your emotional spending is going to take you so much further than you can imagine. And your finances are really going to thank you later. So you're going to thank you. And your future self is going to say thank you so much. Yes. I love you, baby. I love you <laughs> your future gucci bag is yeah. gonna be so happy right too. <laughs> oh, i can't wait for that version 2023 of you. here we come hey, yes. more bags hopefully justin surprises you for your birthday here's another gucci bag <laughs> i would absolutely cry because right now i'm like i'm not in the place to be asking for expensive stuff but if he does i'm like you are a real angel you, you know me yes it took a lot out of me i actually sent him a few months ago when i was still working i was well i'm working i'm doing this business but i had another job too and i sent him this fendi fanny pack and i was like this is what i this want for it. my birthday yeah. and he was like okay that's pretty nice and now he's like what do you want for your birthday and i think about that fanny pack but i'm like i can't be spending money like that like i don't have that type of income like that's not right so i'm not gonna ask for it but if he feels like he I, he can do it but i know he can if he feels like he's i deserve that he, he can do it <laughs> then i will take it so we'll see next podcast if i come back with anything nice but if not it's okay Gucci it's vibes i guess fendi vibes <laughs> manifest all the things Manifesting all the all. designer bags <laughs> fanny packs please fanny packs yes yeah. you're gonna be so bougie with like the fanny pack across your chest i think i've only like seen that on celebrities so if you're my first friend that has like a fanny pack just like chilling actually Brittany, Brittany does she does have a good fanny pack just chilling on her hopefully chest. she can bring it tomorrow hopefully. we have another friend who also is like a designer girl and we just die over each other's pieces we're like look at her look oh. at her this i'm is like Christmas if i can just touch this if i can just be in this aura I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, I just am thankful to be around it. I'm just thankful. It just feels so good to just feel the energy come yeah. out. But we, stuff. we do have a blog post on our website about this. So we go over emotional spending a little bit, um, different perspective as far yeah. as what we've talked about already and just touching base on all of these points. So make sure you check that out. Refer back to it. Mm -hmm. If you have questions or need anything, feel free to reach out to us too. So we are on Instagram at Rory and Tori. We are 
available via email info at roryandtori.com what else facebook you could really find us on any social media platforms pinterest all the things our website is our favorite too yeah because our website you can find everything the podcast the blog you can contact us mm, so yeah the website's nice yeah if you ever roryandtori.com yeah if you ever think of anything that you need make sure you just head to our website and you'll be able to find the place that you're supposed to be to contact us so and of course the blog that you just mentioned so i'll link it down in the description so you guys have access to that blog about emotional spending but just reminders for you do not forget to pop off and give us a tea so in our last podcast we introduced this new segment where you can message us via email or dm and just let us know what your financial situation is if it's a tough one that you really are not comfortable sharing with us directly we'll be happy to address it during the podcast so we can just talk about what action plan we can create for you so that you can be in a better financial situation so again pop off and give us the tea because we're so excited to hear what financial situations you're in and then of course we're going to make sure to give you the best advice to help you thrive financially it does help us tremendously if you subscribe and like or you know rate all of our videos so please make sure to do that yeah we're super excited but thank you guys so much for joining us like aurora said make sure to subscribe and like and follow us so you keep up with all of our great educational content um but we're so excited to be here next week and see what kind of topic we touch on yeah all right well we'll see you next time see ya